When I first went out to make my phone call, Johnny was acting as if you weren't there. Then when I came back, I see he's a bit friendlier. The second time around, I come across the two of you in the library, all cozied up together on the sofa. And what's more, he's eating out of your hand. Now, come on, Rosie, something must have happened. Nothing happened, Nell. The only thing I did was to talk to him about his antique silver. You're just challenging me because you're embarrassed about your relationship with Kevin and the fact that you haven't told me. Now it's your turn. When did all of this start with my brother? Nell flopped down on the sofa and sighed heavily. <sighs> we didn't mean to keep it a secret from you. Honestly, we didn't. We haven't told anybody, actually, and I'm not sure why. Rosie joined Nell on the sofa. I'm not mad at you or upset, Nellie darling. Really, I'm not. Quite the opposite. I'm thrilled that you and Kevin are involved. Is it serious between you? Nell stared at Rosie for a long moment. Finally, a faint smile crossed her mouth. I don't know. And perhaps that's the reason we never told you, or Gavin, or anyone. Maybe we just didn't want to have to explain ourselves, or analyse our own feelings, or... Most important of all, have any pressure put upon us. We just wanted this to be a private thing between us, not a topic open for discussion. I adore Kevin. He's the most wonderful man. We're the best of friends, get on well, like the same things. And that's it. Now, let's talk about Johnny for a minute. How on earth did you get onto his silver? Rosie grinned. I was appalled at his behaviour, and I was just about to come looking for you. But instead of politely taking my leave, I actually started to compliment him on the dessert stands. I was surprised that he knows so much about antique silver. Odd, isn't it? Yes, quite curious in a way. He was a poor boy, not much formal education to speak of, but he has a good eye, and he seems to have developed this affinity for priceless silver, and he truly cares about it, which is the secret of being a good collector. Rosie nodded, then got up, walked over to the window, stood staring out. Is he involved with anyone? Not that I know of. Nell answered, her interest piqued by this question, watching Rosie from her position on the sofa. In fact, I'm sure he's not. I don't believe there's ever been anybody special in Johnny's life, certainly not in the last few years, not since I've been around. There have been a few rumours at different times about his involvement with a couple of women, but they were not serious relationships. He is a decent person, and nice, and yet he's remote, distant most of the time and not very forthcoming about his family. Does he have any? There's an old uncle somewhere. The aunt is dead. It was this aunt and uncle who raised him. He told me once that his mother died when he was very young. There are no brothers or sisters, no family at all, actually, other than the uncle. He's never told me too much. John is not big on sharing confidences with anyone. I like him now. I know you do, and I must admit I'm absolutely delighted that you fancy somebody. Rosie flushed. I don't fancy him. Of course you do, Rosie, don't deny it. And I'll tell you something else. Johnny Fortune fancies you. 
I've been here for over twenty minutes, and you haven't mentioned the movie or told me anything about it, Rosie complained, glancing at Gavin. The two of them were sitting on the terrace overlooking the gardens of his Bel Air house. He chuckled. <laughs> Just listen to the girl. I haven't been able to get a word in edgeways, what with your report on your meeting with Gary Marshall and the news about Nell and Gavin. Now that's the most interesting tidbit of all. Rosie agreed with him. Then I did, and I thought Kevin was hung up on Sonny. Just goes to show you how wrong we both were. About the movie, Gavin, I... You'll love it, and you'll certainly want to do the clothes, he got in. It's about Napoleon.